You are listening to the True Lad Podcast. Hello, my name is Roy Tree Bell and you're listening to the True Lads Podcast. Hiya, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have you. Um, you shouldn't have said, repeat everything I say, missus. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've got some questions in from the guys. We had quite a few questions. Um, and... One of them called a guy called Kevin from Hull um, wants to know um, how do you get a girl to be more adventurous in bed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure she's got enough money. Right. Buy some new shoes from Clarks, especially <laughs> if you live in Hull. Ask her to take the wellies off. <laughs> and then just say, well, you know, is there any chance of um, is there any chance of me? Uh, Oh, <laughs> I see. That's kind of like sexier innuendo. It's nice. Oh, don't all mind sexy innuendos. <laughs> that, that's what. Not long as I got a, a girl in the bed. Captain Cook was a sea cadet. First <laughs> time I took a girl along from a dance. Uh, uh, Dick Turpin held the courtroom. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, John from Burnley wants to know what is the best way to chat up a woman. want to be you know he hasn't got your your he hasn't got your chat up lines that's right that's right yeah (laughs) so uh, and does it work for you have you been quite successful uh well i've been married three or four times and um i've had a couple of long distance relationships and i do have children so i know what to do you do um (laughs) but in the old days when i was a teddy boy There you go, top tip. Um, where are the dirtiest women in the UK, Ben wants to know? Oh, they're all over the place. They're all over the place and there's not one particular... Every town has a hard case. Every town has a bloody uh, pub where they all go. Every town has a place where you can get fixed up. And every town has a nightclub where if you don't get your leg over, you uh, you must be an ugly kid. <laughs> so, a, every town. You know, you, you couldn't... See, just just in the UK. How about that? Anywhere you like. Yeah, in the UK, uh, I'll have to pick my own town here, won't I? East Arsley. Well, there you go. You've heard it here first. All the girls in East Arsley are over seventy. 
takes half an hour to get from the ride down to the mouth. <laughs> so many gullies in the skin. Yeah, it's the old brigade here. Oh, well, you know, the mature, experienced woman. That's not a bad thing. Oh, well, yes. Um, uh, there's some, well, I've just been uh, shopping this morning and I always look around the shops and some beautiful girls. I was born 50 years too late, I think. Oh, that's no good. There you go. Well, there might be some beautiful girls listening. You never know. Yeah, I uh, actually, uh, when the answer was the other day, and an absolutely gorgeous girl said me, she said, what would you like to see your wife in? I said, a coffin, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> did it Did it work? <laughs> I bought some of them knickers that you may be able to get a glimpse of it, but uh, when I gave it to them, she sewed the hole up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Ed from London wants to know, what are your top five sex tips? Top five sex tips. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Not be. I think uh, you better ask Joe Yeffics. He's always uh, oh, going in the jungle this week, isn't he? Apparently he's, so. He's the, he's the heartthrob, isn't he? Oh, what about uh, James Arthur? He's in the paper every day this week with a different woman. How does he do it? Because <laughs> he's an ugly kid. <laughs> well, uh, a, a couple of the mice are in the paper last year. He paid, so perhaps. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's maybe that's what happened to him. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw him. He was on the telly yesterday. He couldn't get a date if he was a gravestone. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He said he's handsome. He was getting his mirrors off Anne Robinson. And <laughs> um, what about what's on what's on your? He likes to drink the bell, by the way. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. No. Um, what's on your new wait what's on the DVD DVD is full of anything and everything sex drugs and sausage rolls it says on the cover <laughs> what we're doing is uh, if there's anything in the news I'll talk about it whether it's Cliff Richard Elton John John whatever anyone, as long as it's just a bit of fun I'm not a, I'm not a violent type uh, comedian who, who tries to demoralise anybody but you know, if it's a, a bit of fun, I mean, I would talk about Catherine Zeta-Jones, but she's took an injunction out on me, so <laughs> they'd have to keep away from his uh, garden, keep looking through the window. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, thing about, um, the thing about comedy, you know, um, political correctness is ruined us a little bit, things you can say and what you can't say. Mm. Just uh, you, you issue kind of forms to sue you on the way in. <laughs> I don't care. That's right. Sign it. Well, well, it's just like that with me, isn't it? Well, I think that the thing is, though, um, there is a real case of people choosing not to find things funny. As much as people can be offended, they can choose to be offended. I do think that, and I think that you know, yeah. If you're if you're choosing to go and watch something and be offended by it, then sort of have a word with yourself. Well, it also like people saying you've said something and you haven't. I mean, over the last 50 years, I've been blamed for cracking jokes about some serious things, like the Hillsborough disaster. 
reputation to ruin our business, to be uh, involved in such a, you know, a cruel, suggestive, I don't know, underhanded remark, if, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, I think that is the problem, and I think that more and more now, you know, also you can take something out of context and it can mean something very different, can't it? Well, some of the, you can't please everybody. There's always somebody who's going to say something about you. They always think, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm not trying to put the world's uh, wrongs at right. Uh, it's not a joke. To me. You don't go and see a violent movie and come out and kick somebody in the bollocks, do you? You, <laughs> come out, you go home to your little cosy house and you put your telly on and put your kettle on and have a coffee and snug up to your husband or whatever. It's all that, you know, like you've left that behind you. When you come to see me, I talk about things and you're laughing at much. You forget about your tax in your car and your phone bill and your gas bill and where your, your next sandwich is coming from. And then when you go home, you get back to reality. How is this a make-believe world when you come to see me? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you know, people know who you are and they love you for it and you have your audience and you have your fans and I sort of feel you know who you are and what you represent and I think that anyone who comes to one of your shows knows what they're going to get and if they don't like it, don't go! <laughs> well, we put massive posters up, you know, saying if you're easily offended, stay away. It can't be any further than that. <laughs> no, you, you can't. That's it. You didn't lure them in with pictures of kittens and sweets, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. You did. I don't know. You can. You can't. Uh, uh, you can never wear people about. I don't think. You know what I mean? But you, I like the funny part of life. I always think it's dead funny when somebody says something just off the cuff. Mm. You know? Sort of spontaneous, you know. Well, then also. I said somebody called me a racist. I said, "Don't talk out your ass. I'm going to call a telly." <laughs> 